Ooh, fun facts, facts of fun with Addison and Caitlin. Hi, and welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. Caitlin. Hi. RJ. Hello. And special guest, Cousin Eve. Hi. Uh, uh, I don't even know where to start with Cousin Eve. Should I start with the fact that she's birthed an entire basketball team or that she's opening a... a, a or working on uh, opening a new brewery with her husband or that she's like runs a charity or that she's like lived in Malta for 10 years and opened a cafe, which I got to manage for a little while <laughs> or I don't know. Wow. The list goes on. It's ridiculous. Uh, I'm super excited to have Eve on today. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been trying to get her on for weeks, but um uh, you may hear some uh, craziness in the background with the, the basketball team going mm -hmm. wild, but that's what fun begins. <laughs> yes, that's what Fun Facts Live is all about. <laughs> so, welcome, cousin Eve. Do you, what have you got for us today? What's your fun fact? Wow. Well, I just really appreciate that amazing introduction. I sound like a really cool person. <laughs> you are a cool person. I don't want to go back and reread my memoirs or something. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for inviting me to your fun show. I caught up on a couple of the previous episodes here, and I uh, I'm, I really feel like I've been missing out by not being here every Saturday morning. So I might have to come around a little more often. Yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, my fun fact, well... Since you told me that I should say something about beer, I <laughs> yes. uh, I needed some tips. Um, but yeah, I my my husband is actually out in the garage brewing a batch right now, and had me thinking about all things beer and craft brew, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, I thought that it might be interesting to let you know that um, the first actual. American craft beer was brewed by Native Americans. Oh. And Christopher no Columbus found this stuff and it was made of like corn and birch sap and all sorts of other things that probably tasted nothing like beer. But technically, that was the American craft brew that was here first. Wow, that's amazing. Does anyone nice. make it today? Like just I don't know. I haven't found any. I was actually Googling seeing if I could find some that's I mean, there's there's probably some sort of yeah, get, brew out there that's similar but get Ben to brew some up <laughs> I'm, I'm actually husband. thinking about it like for <laughs> next year's Columbus Day or something like that but um but no my uh we we're just like full of all sorts of useless information about beer um, okay and one of the <laughs> one of the things that we like to point out to people is that beer actually predated bread historically oh. so the making of beer wow. was actually probably a thing before they were baking bread oh my gosh that's yeah, it's super important that's amazing yeah, yeah. I think people uh, i don't know like to feel good i wonder yeah I, I just it would be very interesting to know how the first person just decided that this would be a good thing to drink because <laughs> i don't know i think it smel oh. smells kind of terrible I don't know why you would, I mean, would drink it. Like, well, <laughs> sure. But like back then it would have been like they allowed some grain to ferment or something mm -hmm. like that. And well, it's probably still good. And I took a sip and I'm like, oh, it's kind of good. Ooh. <laughs> 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 everybody was there and 
and they started doing it on purpose and you know so does beer predate wine then speak i mean thinking about fermented things well so i suppose if you were any of that stuff yeah mead came later but like i mean probably it would be it'd be questionable because if you were looking down a, a wine rabbit hole, you'd probably find they'd say wine was the first one, but like they found okay. in the, you know, like 10,000 BC there's, they have like jugs that were made clearly to intentionally ferment grains. Uh-huh. Um, and then like in, you know, I don't know if it's like 4,000, 5,000 BC or something like that. They, they have found, um, Yeah similar jugs fermenting jugs that have actual traces of fermented grain beverages in them and stuff like that so wow very cool that's fascinating i was recently i was recently listening to a podcast where someone was talking about um starting a chain of native american restaurants with authentic native american foods which are apparently super difficult to find uh, these recipes because they've been just lost to time um, yeah. yeah, but there's uh, someone been doing the research um, and bringing back some of these recipes and started the first restaurant oh, where is somewhere that? out west. I can't, oh, okay. I, I don't know, I can't remember exactly where, but um, it sounded really fascinating because I, I, I love trying new kinds of cuisines, <laughs> and it, it's might shock you what what's new to me. Allison was very surprised oh, that yeah. I had never had. What are they? Latkes. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. uh, yeah, yeah, I did not know what a latka was. And when the, we went to try a, a random diner in the area the other day, and um, the waitress asked me if I wanted to start with latkas. And I was like, what? And I, my face like <laughs> lit up like, yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. yes. If there's anyone else. I mean, like I me, don't think, yeah, I don't think I've ever had latkas either. I know what they are, but I don't think I've ever had them. Yeah, that was a first for me. Um, but it's just basically a, a like elevated potato pancake, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slather it with so. applesauce and sour cream. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. So, it yeah. actually was really good. Yeah. It was <laughs> but, really good. But I mean, who doesn't like fried potatoes? So, yeah. Nobody I know. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that was uh, Allison's. Oh, I didn't even mention yet. It's uh, Allison's birthday today. So we're, we're celebrating. And, uh, her, her uh, basically, <laughs> just wants chunk. <laughs> we did, we did, we just, um, uh, she did the same thing for me, but we just eat, we celebrate by eating like all the stuff that we shouldn't have, yeah, the rest of the year. And her, uh, her guilty pleasure birthday breakfast is a Mick breakfast, mm-hmm. <laughs> which includes, oh, <laughs> which includes wow. hash browns. And what a sausage McGriddle. <laughs> Should see her face lights up. How her face lights up when she says that. <laughs> it's like, ah. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. And uh, Krispy Kreme. Yep, that was on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, carrot cake. Yep. from Magnolia Bakery. That was on the list. Mm-hmm. And uh, am I missing anything? No, that's no. my list. No, but yeah, I will say it's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> Um, I don't, I don't know how to how to put this, but it, it's very interesting um, being with Allison, whose birthday is on nine eleven, because it's like a real juxtap. It's like we're celebrating her birthday, but then like we live in New York City, 
And mm -hmm. I was literally, it's a weird juxtaposition because I was literally on the way to pick up her Harry Bells, which I'll tell you about, um, and with flowers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I passed a police station just at the moment they were doing, um, they were all outside standing at attention and reading off the names of people who had died in, um, in the attack on 9-11. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped and then we had a moment of silence and I did, couldn't just walk past that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's a weird, like, you know, I'm go we're going to celebrate, going to pick up flowers and then I pass this scene. It's, it's a weird, <laughs> it's yeah. a weird day. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and we're, we're going to go have dinner um, downtown, kind of like on the border of Soho tonight and we'll be able to see like the two beams from yeah. from where we're eating mm. so it'll be it'll be interesting yeah i don't know if yes. uh, everyone's aware of that but yeah they have uh two beams of light that shine upward from the original base uh bases of the twin towers or just are representing them because i actually one time um i decided to follow the light to its source um and i walked all the way down to where the lights were, were shining up and um it's close, but not exactly where the, the, base the, of the bases buildings. of the buildings were. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's up in a, in a, if anyone cares to know, it's <laughs> up in a, like a car parking garage, like on the top floor of one of those cement structures. Mm -hmm. That's where one of them was. But yeah, it was super interesting because they were like, I don't know what's flying through the lights, if they're moths or birds or something, but they, they sparkle and it makes like, there's like things flying through the lights that are attracted to them yeah. that sparkle as they fly through. It's really, really something to see. Anyway, um, enough of that. Uh, thanks for the, the, uh, the beer information. <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, I got, I got lots more where that comes from. <laughs> okay. We'll have, to, we'll have to have you back for the, the beer, uh, the regular beer fun fact. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, seri <laughs> the, the series. Um, you got it. <laughs> all right. So next up we have Caitlin. What have you got for us today? Um, so something almost something also, I don't know, I guess you could, if I'm going to tie these together, um, something that is also quite old, like beer, is paint and oh. colors. And so oh, cool. if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you may remember a while ago, I mentioned that I was reading a book that was all about different colors. And so I bring you a fact from this book. Okay. Um, and it is about the colors red and blue. Okay. So red is as a pigment, uh, red pigments are pretty much the first pigments that people were working with because you get these, um, you can get them from like these iron, iron oxides, I think. And so they're, you know, people would get them from the rocks and, and stuff. And, um, and so other colors like blue came along, um, quite a bit later, kind of like the, in the, like the middle ages or not, not the middle, not the middle ages, like the medieval times, I guess. And so, um, one of the early blue colors was woad, if you've ever heard of that. And they, so mm -hmm. it's used, it was used for, um, dyeing, dyeing cloth and, and thread a lot and people would use it in weaving and stuff. And so this was a lot of this woad was being produced um, in like in the 1200s, it was being produced in France. And so at the, um, the thing I found, the, the fun fact I found was that uh, 
um, some of the places that were making a lot of money from producing other pigments, uh, not blue, got a little jealous. And so in one example, um, this place in Germany called Magdeburg, maybe, I'm, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. Huh. Excuse me, what? Magdeburg. Magdeburg. I've been corrected. It's okay. Magdeburg. Um, <laughs> they produced a lot of a red pigment called matter. And so the, uh, the, the matter merchants, um, the, or the, yeah. So the matter, the, the matter merchants convinced um, people in the area to use the color blue for bad things. Like in the churches, the, um, hell would be depicted as blue instead of red <laughs> hmm. What? and and devils in like the stained glass windows would be would be blue instead of red because they wanted to promote that blue was the bad color and you should be keep using red because that's where they were making their money <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> yeah huh that is fascinating wonder how how that changed like, uh, well, time. I mean, I think, well, so blue was, you know, from became associated with, you know, heaven and the Virgin Mary and whatnot fairly early on. And so um, that was kind of the tide that was sweeping the world was that blue okay. was going to be the, the color of the, you know, the good things in terms of um, huh. Christianity, Christian iconography, I guess. And and so this was a, so these, these guys were, were fighting a losing battle to say, okay. no, 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 no. We want red to still be the good color. That, <laughs> so, yeah. that is interesting. I remember um, a really fun coffee shop in, in Seattle that was themed, it had two floors and it was themed around heaven and hell. And mm -hmm. um, the downstairs was um, Mexican spicy hot chocolate with red hot pepper in it, you know, oh, nice. and the walls were all red and they had, you know, little devils and stuff painted <laughs> everywhere. And everything, every surface was painted, including the tables, everything. And then there was kind of a, there were stairs and you go up and the walls were blue and there were white clouds and everything was like angels on the walls. And it, yeah, it was, <laughs> it, was a, it was a fascinating place. Um, I don't know why, but I was, uh, I'm ashamed to say I was attracted to the red area so I, don't, I don't know uh, i don't i don't know i like mexican hot chocolate what can i say um uh, so they had different they had different menus um not no not completely no oh, okay not, no it was a you got served the only like service area was in the bottom <laughs> so you had to enter oh, in the bottom and get served there but then okay. you could take your drink to heaven or stay in hell so, uh, interesting yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was fascinating. Oh, and speaking of um, hot drinks, I do have one very quick fun fact that I learned today. The thing that keeps your hand from getting burned when you hold a cup, you know, the little thing you put around your sleeve. cup. What's that? The sleeve. sleeve, yeah. It's called a zarf. <laughs> what? I, yeah, Z-A-R-F. It's called a zarf, and it's not a modern invention. It dates back to like the 13th oh. century. They used to make them out of gold and stuff. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I would have thought it was a Starbucks, like it was a Starbucks so, thing. <laughs> I thought so too. I did hear, uh, there. I mean, there's a story about the guy who, had, who invented the cardboard version, basically a, oh. uh, 
was some guy um, driving somewhere and burned himself and was like, that's not going to happen again <laughs> and came up with that thing. But um, yeah, I, I, there was a, a podcast with a bunch of those fun facts, like this woman who lived in New York City driving in a streetcar, nice and toasty inside in the winter. And then the driver has to open up the window to reach outside and clear off the windshield and freeze everybody in the streetcar. Um, so she was like, not having that and invented the windshield wiper. So wow. anyway, yeah, some fun stories. Okay. Cool. okay. <laughs> anyway, um, that's cool. Blue and red. Okay. Uh, red, the marketing folks did not win out in, nope. in this case. <laughs> so red is still the bad color. Yeah. All right. Uh, Allison, birthday girl. What have you got for us today? I'm, I'm tempted to do a last minute change in my fun fact <laughs> okay. based on Caitlin's because mine did not go with the other two at all. And I could talk about it next week. Okay. Um, okay. So the you talking about kind of the origin of this like blue color and, and France made me think <laughs> about kind of one of my favorite like color matching things, which is, which are classic racing colors. Don't know if anybody no. else is, is familiar with these, no. but in like the origin of um, international car racing, they didn't have like corporate sponsors like you have now, where like a race car would be decked out in like fifteen different logos, all right. kind of mm-hmm. mashed together. Um, so there were standardized colors based on the origin of the car or the driver, oh. where mm-hmm. it came from. Um, so. Germany initially had white. Okay. And then they later trans- transitioned to silver. Um, France had blue. Oh. Which has been okay. kind of like that national blue, like French blue color since like the 12th mm-hmm. century. Um, and then the U.S. initially had red oh. as their racing colors. So, okay. but as you can see, that's like most of the cool colors from most countries' flags. <laughs> have now yeah. been taken. So when um, England started racing, all of the colors of their national flag were taken. Okay. So they started racing. So they developed British racing green, which is like uh-huh. a very drab olive color. Um, that was their, um, they decided it would be like the color that represented their like industrial heritage. Um, because when international auto racing started, Britain was still kind of at the forefront. Oh. Of of engineering. Okay. Um, Before we stole their yeah. plans or whatever. Yes, okay. pretty much. But then when um, Italy started racing, they were like, we get red. No one else gets red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the U.S. no longer was allowed to have red. What? Because Italy took it over because um, they were right. so successful in like the racing championships. So the U.S. then became either white with a blue racing stripe or blue with a white Oh, racing stripe. Everything but red. Yeah, because okay. Italy was like, we're the best. We're taking red. <laughs> okay. Nobody else can have it. Um, but I just thought it was interesting. And then about like, there's this like strong like racing history with these colors. But then if you look at other national sports for these teams, like when they compete in other sports, they don't have the same color assignments. Oh. Like mm-hmm. both the and you what you're talking about earlier caitlin during the break with the brett's football viewing 
Yeah. Like both the Italian and French national football teams are like have blue related nicknames. But like mm-hmm. Italy's not blue for anything else. So it just I Oh yeah, they don't even have they don't even have blue in their flag. Nope. They don't huh. use blue for anything else other than for football. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just thought, you know, interesting how how countries adopt colors and it kind of goes and back to our previous colors. episode about kind of the Netherlands and orange. Okay. Yeah. Kind of ac- accidental <laughs> lack of pigment. So, yeah, it's just funny how how these things evolve. Yeah. So, Fascinating. Yeah. Look forward to my prepared fun fact about time zones next week. Okay, <laughs> okay that should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been having to deal a lot and, with time zones on the leaderboards. And, and how you figure it. out what time it is in space. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to know how to tell time and space. I can tell you next All right. week. <laughs> All right. That'll be fascinating. Yeah. Um, and I, I forgot to mention, I did want to explain the Harry Bells. Yeah. I um, picked up some flowers for Allison this morning. And I just want to, can I give a little shout out to you? Oh, sure. Why not? Da- David is very <laughs> sweet about um, like bringing flowers for special occasions but david does Aww. not david does not do pre-arranged bouquets no david is the architect okay. of any floral arrangement he brings you yes. don't you don't tell david what goes together or what what's in season he has a very precise visions yes. so this what he did oh. this morning was was very much in keeping with that yeah, so that's the problem, though. You never know what you're going to get and it, whether or not you'll you'll be happy with it because it, it won't I'm be I'm always happy with it. It's always beautiful. Um, <laughs> yes, but today they had, um, on, the, on the street, they had a, I, I don't know if I would even call it a flower. It's just so bizarre, but I've never seen them before. I'll have to post a picture of them, um, but they are, what, what are they? What, how they would you even describe them? Large translucent green balls <laughs> with, with little spikes with on spikes them. on them <laughs> and they're really and they're tall. flowers they're like mm. actual plants they look or like plant. yes they look like po- okay. pods <laughs> pods on stalks yes like okay if you took i i don't even know how it's maybe like weird organic christmas ornaments hanging off of stalks i i, I don't know yeah, Tim Burton made a plant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It's they're 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 very bizarre, but I just couldn't I couldn't turn them down. They they looked so interesting, so I got those. But then I was I was afraid, you know, that's a little too wild, so I got her some regular looking flowers too, but um yeah. So I asked the guy what they were called. I couldn't really understand them, but he wrote it out for me. They're called Harry as in H A R R Y the name and, oh. and bells. Oh. B-E-L-L-E-S. At least that's how he wrote it. That's why I can't oh. find it. I said, so. no. He, oh, no. so I thought, especially when <laughs> you started e. describing them, I thought I was mishearing you and that you were saying Harry, well, H-A-I-R-Y. <laughs> yes. Balls. That's what, like, that's what they Like they stuff. were globes, you know, like. <laughs> that is, that is. Like, okay. 100%. Provocative. That's 100% what they look like, Caitlin, to the extent okay. where that's also what I thought David was calling them. Because that's, that's what, what they look like. The guy was telling me, too. I was like, what? what well, nothing comes up when you Google that. balls, what? Nothing comes up. Nothing well, comes nothing up that looks comes up like, when you Google that. No. Yeah. But, but no, you can't find them online. I also can't find anything that looks like them searching Harry Bells. Yeah. No. No, they're not. I mean, they're not Allium 
right? Because that's what I keep when you, I mean, just the way you're describing it, because those are what LEM is. So Google that. Okay. Because they're kind of a, uh, it's a, you know, they're on a long side. It's not really. Oh, no. We call those those the Dr. Seuss flowers. Yeah. No. Okay. (laughs) No, they're definitely not. No, those are much prettier. These are just like green transparent there's no flower like element mm. to it it's yeah you're gonna like have to post a glow. picture then yeah, yeah i will everyone we need, uh, we need all the I'll, horticulturists in discord yeah. to tell us what these things actually are i'll post are. a picture in discord uh rj will give you links to all that good stuff <laughs> where you can find it yeah. so unfortunately it looks like googling does not give you um a result that you want to see so <laughs> yeah don't recommend googling that uh, just just come find us online which is a good transition. Oh, ha, ha. What? You found him? I found it. Oh, she did. Harry Bell's. A balloon plant, a.k.a. Harry Bell's milkweed. Oh. No, it's, he, they said, they actually call it Harry Ball's milkweed here. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. We'll, we'll Your something flower vendor in was school. trying to sanitize it, I think. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, they're very. It's a very interesting plant. I've never seen before. Yeah. So check it out. RJ, can you let everyone know where they can find us and find out more about Harry Ball's plants? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> no. If, if you somehow still like the show, <laughs> maybe don't. Us on all the- what? I was saying, maybe don't get it for someone's birthday. This one, I don't recommend this. You yeah. gotta have a good sense of humor like Allison. Yes. Um, if you want to see pictures of these things that we're talking about, um, follow us on all the social media. We're at Hot Chai Games on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're not watching on Twitch right now, we're also at Hot Chai Games there where we stream the Match Solitaire Daily Challenge and then record this podcast live every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. Like, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Awesome. Yeah, Thanks, RJ. You do such an amazing <laughs> job with this stuff. I'm, I'm super happy yes. like, yeah. to have a s- active social media. If you, if you follow us, you'll actually see stuff because <laughs> RJ is out there <laughs> making some really cool content. Yeah. You can see the stuff she's drawn today, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Plus, she draws... Like if you're playing Word You McCall and you come up with a crazy word that should be a word, she draws those and posts them. It's a, it's. Oh, it's I got a, one to send in for that. Okay. I do too. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I saved a few. I, I tend to send them to her in batches, <laughs> in overwhelming batches. But but yeah. I'm it's really lot- behind right now. I need to do do some more, but I think I have them scheduled on Instagram through the end of October. So you should see content. Awesome. At least that long. Hopefully I'll do some more <laughs> this weekend. Awesome. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate it. You should definitely, you all should definitely follow us on social media and check out all the cool stuff that RJ is posting there. And with that, uh, thanks again, Cousin E, for showing up. I don't know if you're still here <laughs> putting out fires at home, but I appreciate you being here and hope to hear more from you. And that is it for us. We'll see you here again next week, same time, same place. Take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Ooh, fun facts, facts are fun with Alison and Caitlin.